Authoritarianism is alive and thriving in Florida. State Senator Jason Berdour, a Republican representing Seminole County, has proposed SB 1316. This bill would require bloggers to register with the state if they write about state elected officials. So this would include anyone from Governor Ron DeSantis all the way down to local representatives. The bill says the following. If a blogger posts to a blog about an elected state officer and receives or will receive compensation for that post, the blogger must register with the appropriate office within five days after the first post by the blogger, which mentions an elected state officer. Register with this state? Did Orwell help write this bill? These bloggers would have to register their words with the Department of Legislative Services or the Commission on Ethics. It goes on to define a blogger as, quote, a website or webpage that hosts any blogger and is frequently updated with opinion, commentary, or business content. This does not apply to what they say is, quote, the website of a newspaper or any similar publication. Essentially, it is carving out an exception for traditional media and journalists. So what if a blogger is feeling naughty and doesn't register? Well, they will have to pay a $25 fee per day per post. This fine would max out at $2,500. If this isn't nuts enough, check out what Senator Brodeur told the news outlet Florida Politics. Quote, paid bloggers are lobbyists who write instead of talk. They both are professional electioneers. If lobbyists have to register and report, why shouldn't paid bloggers? First, he's trying to make some point that bloggers are like lobbyists. Well, they're not. They don't represent one specific finance interest like a corporation that is looking to change and influence law. Bloggers are commentators fueled by their own opinions, held accountable by their readers. Sure, they get paid through ads and the like, but so does traditional media. Making money is a good thing to Republicans, except when you criticize them. Second, lobbyists aren't registering every time they write something. Lobbyists register with the state and then file a quarterly compensation report. This is so that people know who are directly influencing our legislative process. These lobbyists get more face time with politicians than the average voter will ever have. It's about transparency, not control. However, this registration for a blogger is every time they write a critical article of a politician. This isn't transparency, this is a muzzle. Talk about slowing down the press. This will give every blogger a serious case of writer's block. Senator Brodeur also introduced SB 1220, a bill that makes it easier for someone to sue for defamation. It would consider information from anonymous sources as false. It would also prohibit journalists from concealing the identity of their sources. Currently, proving defamation requires public figures to show actual malice. By definition, this is the intention to do evil. This new law would lower the threshold substantially, meaning one would only need to prove negligence, by definition, the failure to take proper care. If passed, SB 1220 would challenge the case New York Times v. Sullivan, a Supreme Court decision that constrained public officials' ability to sue for defamation. We don't know for sure how DeSantis feels about this bill or the blogger bill. 
However, he has been working with Representative Alex Andrade on HB 991, which is the more stringent House version of SB 1220. DeSantis's office says he, quote, will make a decision on the merits of the bill in final form if and when it passes and is delivered to the governor's office. So that's not a no, and he is helping craft one of the defamation bills. We also know that DeSantis has targeted those he disagrees with, like Disney, and has made himself chief book burner for Florida schools. He's got a fetish for going after people he doesn't agree with. He also had a roundtable last month to take on mainstream news. He said, quote, We've seen over the last generation legacy media outlets increasingly divorce themselves from the truth and instead try to elevate preferred narratives and partisan activism over reporting the facts. Facts according to who? You, DeSantis? He goes on, quote, When the media attacks me, I have a platform to fight back. Oh, fight back. You're the governor. Why fight your own people? The whining continues, saying, quote, when they attack everyday citizens, these individuals don't have the adequate resources to fight back. In Florida, we want to stand up for the little guy against these massive media conglomerates. Oh, so he cares about the little guy, but really he only cares about the little guy when it comes to him and his ego. Okay, got it. In summary, Ron likes to go after those who dare to dissent. Only time will tell if he signs the defamation bill or the blogger bill but it definitely seems like it's likely. Now, all this seems like a good idea to Republicans in Florida, but I must ask, have they ever read a history book? For a party that prides itself on the Constitution and loves to refer to the Founding Fathers, these bills are a blunder. You see, the federal government once tried this exact thing. It was called the Sedition Act. President John Adams signed the bill into law on July 4, 1798, and it was set to last until his final day in office in 1801. This legislation set a target on free press. Less than a decade after the Constitution was ratified, John Adams had already forgot about the First Amendment. When it came to the government, this bill made it a crime to, quote, print, utter, or publish any false, scandalous, and malicious writing. The first person convicted was Matthew Lyon, a congressman from Vermont, that published letters that was believed to have defamed President John Adams. He was sentenced to four months in prison and got a fine of $1,000. James Callender was sentenced to nine months in prison for his, quote, false, scandalous, and malicious writing against the said President of the United States. Even from jail, this guy wrote articles supporting Jefferson's presidential campaign over that of current president and guy that incarcerated him, John Adams. Talk about having some cojones. This anti-free speech war the Federalists were waging backfired big time. This anti-free speech war the Federalists were waging backfired big time, resulting in President John Adams losing his reelection. The people wanted to complain about their president. They did then, and we do now. Complaining and criticizing our governors are no different. Requiring someone to register every article they write is an abomination to the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. Hear that? Prohibiting the free exercise or abridging the freedom. Speech and freedom are definitely being abridged, and being required to submit your articles to the government is not in any way a free exercise of your speech. 
What are they going to do? Deny you your right to publish it? What's the penalty besides the money? Is something coming down the line where they're going to like line edit everything you write and make sure it matches up with their version of alternative facts? I get it. DeSantis and the Republican Party in Florida is nothing but a giant man baby who can't handle dissent. But what is the point of registering? He's hoping to slow it down and keep those who don't have the time or energy to register out of the blogosphere. Remember, he is eyeing a run for president in 2024, and this is the perfect way to squelch dissent and criticism. He wants to paint a picture that Florida loves him, and if he can put a lid on those who don't agree, why not? He's the one with all the power, right? It's what all the tyrants and dictators of the past have done. Besides, if he's so loved, why would he even care? He shouldn't have that many haters if everyone wants to make America Florida, right? Or maybe they don't. Seems like Ron DeSantis knows he isn't that beloved. Either way, muzzling your opponent shows DeSantis to be as weak as a man as he is unpatriotic. DeSantis loves to complain about woke ideology and policies and rail against the politically correct, all those dainty snowflakes. But it looks like DeSantis is a walking version of a trigger warning. I have not heard him come out and criticize these bills. Shouldn't he? They're taking away your right to free speech. Peasants, kiss the ring, bend the knee, and lick thine boot. When you're done, thou must register all the criticism with my kingdom first, because I am a fragile man-baby. Senator Jason Berdour, Representative Alex Andrade, and the rest of the Florida Republican Party, if they go along with this, is no different. It's shameful. It's un-American. It's authoritarian. I know the buzzword phrase, don't Fauci my Florida. How about this one? Don't Ron my Republic. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Rumble, Instagram, Truth Social, and Twitter.